0: Welcome to the Board Generation Podcast. We hope to be a blessing to you guys. We'll be posting our messages from our services as well as leadership content. Make sure you subscribe and enjoy the message. So with that being said, we're going to jump right into the class. Tonight's class, man, it's it's very special. Um, Not only I believe it's going to be special and, and liberating for you guys, but for the past two weeks, it's been super liberating for me. Like about... I don't remember exactly how long ago but sometimes this month um i went on a road trip with my best friend les as you guys know and as we were on that road trip you know we we were driving for hours so um um, you can assume and that that we had a lot of time on our hands basically and we talked about everything we both opened up about things and it was just a just a necessary trip um very spontaneous random trip um and we were just talking, talking about, you know, things going on. And I just started sharing my struggles with, you know, everything as a leader and, you know, with ministry and et cetera, et cetera. And, and he gave me this word, which is, is, what I've been dealing with for the past weeks. And and I know that that was straight from God, because it was exactly what I needed to hear. Um, And he just spoke that word over me. And I was just like, oh, man, that that literally liberated me. It brought freedom on me. It brought peace back into my life. So here tonight we're gonna to talk about just that. Um, just this word that has been messing me up and in a good kind of way. So um, I want you to open your Bible to Matthew chapter 13, Matthew chapter 13, verse 53 through 58. When you got it, type in the in the in the chat that I got it, put some thumbs up, um, uh, show them whatever the case is, but I'm gonna I'm gonna begin to read it. It says, When Jesus had finished these parables. He moved on from there, coming to his hometown. He began teaching the people in their synagogue, and they were amazed. Where did this man get this wisdom and these miraculous powers? They asked. Isn't this, carpenter's, isn't this the carpenter's son? Isn't his mother's name Mary? And aren't his brothers James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas? Aren't all his sisters with us? Where did this man get all these things? And they took offense at him. But Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor except in his own town and his own home. And he did not do many miracles. Look at this. This is the key. This is is the word right here. This is the word. And he did not do many miracles there because of what? Look at this. Because of their lack of faith. Because of their lack of faith today's class is called it is not all your fault it's not all your fault like um personally me as a leader a lot of times i can struggle with dang am i doing enough like you, you know, sometimes you, you you're putting time, you're putting effort into people, or 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 you're you're you know you're putting prayers, you're putting blood, sweat, and tears in people, and you don't see the result, or you don't see the product, or you don't see the fruit of the labor that you're putting in, and and it can discourage you as a leader. Like, damn, what am, what am I not doing, or do I need to do more of something, or do I need to reach out, or even me, I, I I'm, I'm I was the product of this. That sometimes when I don't. See um fruit or something i'll be reaching out to be hey i need to hit this person up more i need to do this more and like i'll start putting it on people right and and the truth is that it's not always our fault <clears throat> like we're doing what we need to do we're praying we're fasting we're reaching out we're spreading the message and and it's not all on us the truth is our job is just to plant the seed it's god's job to make it grow but also it's that person's job to accept Whatever is being poured into their life and a lot of times because of them not doing that we put it all on us Like we're not doing anything. No, it is not all your fault I love that jesus himself the miracle man himself did not do many miracles because of their lack of faith So what makes you think that you can change or bring liberation or bring freedom on someone because of their lack of faith? It's not always your fault I love this this thought that I wrote down. Don't overburden yourself with someone else's inability to grow. Because a lot of times we, we don't see someone growing and we think that it's something we're doing wrong. It's something that the, the leaders are doing wrong. It's something that the church is not doing. The truth is sometimes it's something that they're not doing. We're doing what we need to do on our end. But are they doing what they need to be doing? Another thought I wrote down was that People that lack accountability will use you to blame for their lack of effort. I love that. I saw this quote on Instagram that someone shared, and it said that our generation lacks accountability. Like like they, a poll, poll research center says that. Uh, this generation will deal with entitlement. They think that people owe them everything. They think that they deserve everything. They, like, they can do nothing and get everything, right? And, and that happens a lot of times. Even in our ministry, if I can be honest, like, people that lack accountability, pe- people that, that are not willing to you know, take on account of their own actions... They'll blame us for their lack of effort. They'll say that it's something they're not doing. Maybe they're struggling with their view of God and they'll think that you're the problem. And they think that it's something that you're not doing. It's something that your church is not doing. But if you can deep dive into their life and you see, wait, you're not coming to service. Wait, you're not praying. You're not doing the devotional that I've been sending you. You're not watching the the sermon I've sent you a thousand times. You're not replying to me when I text you. You're not coming to cruise when I invite you. So the problem ain't me. The problem is obviously you. Because of your lack of effort, you're putting it all on me. I remember one time there was a service that I I prayed for. I prepared for. I stood up till five in the morning. Um for me, whenever I don't get a word from God, I can kind of get nervous. So the night before I'm up all night, just diving deep into it. This was one of those nights. I was diving deep and praying and fasting the whole week. And I was excited, man. We, we made promo. We've all, I made sure that all the leaders reposted, we all reposted. Right. Um, and I came to the service and nobody was there. (laughs) Like it, it was just like, it was just the leaders, of course, the faithful leaders that always come and the amazing servant leaders who always serve. And the servant leaders were in the parking lot. They were in the front. Everybody was on it um, and cool. And then nobody came. And I'm like, Jesus, what the heck is going And I remember at the end of the service just being down and sitting with the same guy, with Les, saying, what the heck are we not doing? And coming back to this scripture reminds me, no, we did everything. It's not all on all, all on us, Right like it's, it can be their lack of faith. Like, so the, the question is, what should I be doing then? Like you're saying, okay, if I did what I had to do, then they need to play their part as well. Right. So I love going back to that scripture in the book of Acts. It's the first chapter. Now, if you don't know that Jud, well, we all know, I hope so that Judas killed himself. Now he threw off the divide, right? Like it's supposed to be 12 disciples and, and him killing himself broke it off. Um, So they were trying to replace Judas with a 12th guy. And the Bible says that they were choosing between two people and they ended up choosing this guy named Matthias. But before they chose Matthias, the Bible says that they came together and they did exactly this. They prayed and they fasted. But that was not only that. After the Bible says that as they praised prayed, they fasted, they came together um, in prayer and in fasting. The Bible says that they threw lots and whatever it landed on, they believed that that was the Lord because of their prayer of fasting. So if you don't know what lots is, it's kind of like a gamble dice game. So they basically like shot a dice, like, damn. Um, and if, what, if, if it landed on a seven, I don't know, I'm just saying like if it landed on a seven, that was God. Why? Because we did what we had to do. We prayed and we fasted. So I want to I wanna encourage you with that. What should you be doing? Keep reaching out to that person. Keep fasting. Keep praying. Keep doing this. Keep doing that. But now we're going to talk about the hardest part probably. But it's going to be the most liberating part for you. I promise you. Because it's liberated me. Lou, what, what happens when you're praying, when you're fasting, and nothing has happened? What, when do I just give up on that person? Because the truth is, a lot of times you're not Jesus. That's the truth: is that you're not Jesus. You, you, Jesus will never leave them, but you can't. <laughs> that's the truth. You may make, you may give up on someone, but Jesus never will, because that's the truth. You're not God, and people think that you are sometimes. A lot of times, people will put such a burden on you of a teacher, of a preacher of a counselor, of a healer, of a savior, like they put that burden on you as if you're that. No, you're not. Right. So I want us to go to this last scripture. Oh, my goodness. This is going to free you. I promise you. Matthew chapter uh, 10 verses 1 through 15. We're going to read it the Bible, this is the instructions that Jesus uh, gave us as the disciples. This is clear instructions because Jesus knew we're going to deal with these kind of people. The Bible says, look, uh, Matthew chapter 10, verse one through 15, Jesus called his 12 disciples to him and he gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and sickness, these are the names of the twelve apostles. First, Simon and his brother Andrew, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, Philip, and Bartholomew, Thomas, and Matthew, the tax collector, James, son of Alpha, Alpha, <laughs> Alphaeus, there we go, and Thaddeus, Simon the Zealot, and Judas the uh, Iscaria. Ooh, excuse me for my my lack of, of pronunciation, uh, who betrayed him. These 12, Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Look at look at what Jesus told his disciples, and look at what Jesus is telling us. Do not go among the gent. Look at this. This is so important. Do not go among the Gentiles or enter any town of the Samaritans. Go rather to the lost sheep of Israel. Keep that in mind. As you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, and cleanse those who have leprosy. Drive out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Do not get any gold or silver or copper to take with you in your belts. Do not bag for the journey or extra shirt or sandals or a staff, for the worker is worth his keep. Look at this. This is it. Whatever town or village you enter, search there for some worthy person and stay at their house until you leave. As you enter the home, give it your greeting. If the home is deserving, let your peace rest on it. Look at this. If it is not, let your peace return to you. If anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words, leave that town uh, or leave that home and shake the dust off your feet. Oh, my goodness. That's it right there. That's it. Lou, how do I know when I got to give up on someone? Look at what Jesus just said. He said, if you go to a house, what I want you to do is I don't want you to go to the Gentiles and I don't want you to go to the Samaritans. I want you to go to the lost sheep of Israel. Look what he's saying. He's saying, I don't want you to keep going back to people who know. They know. These people know because you've been telling them for so long. They know the law. They know that Jesus is is, is is the Savior. They know that Jesus cleansed their sins. They know that mercy is upon them. They know that grace comes like a flood over them. They know that their freedom is found in Jesus. They know that their peace is found in Jesus. They know that they have every right to run back to Jesus. Like, stop going to people who know what you keep telling them over and over and over and over. You keep telling them they need to get right with God. You keep telling them that they need to pray about it. You keep telling them the same thing, and the truth is they already know. Lou, how do I know when it's time to give up on that person? Look at what the Bible, look at what Jesus instructed. Jesus said, when, when you go to a house, let your, if it's deserving, if it's worthy, let your peace rest on it. But if not, take your peace back. So what Jesus said, when it's time to give up on someone is when your peace gets disturbed. I don't know about y'all, but that happened to me a thousand times. When I just get frustrated with someone, like I'm just like, oh my goodness, this person just like like I've been. I, I, it's like we keep backtracking. We're not going forward. It's like, man, I'm giving my life just to you, bro, and to, for you to grow in God. Not even in God. Forget about God for a moment, but in your personal life and everything about you, in every aspect, every category, every area of your life, and you still don't get it. Like, like, and the truth is, you do you know, because I'm here keeping on telling you and reminding you, but it's, you're not putting it into action. You're not putting it into progress. You're not even putting the effort to make it so, and you get frustrated. Jesus said, that's the time where you need to wipe the dust off your feet and keep walking. Because sometimes we stay stuck on one person who knows, but who just doesn't get it, that we negate the lost sheep of Israel. Like Jesus told us, you're so stuck on someone that knows. That God is saying, hey, there's a thousand other people who don't know. I need you to go reach them. And you won't reach anyone else because you're staying stuck on this person. That's that's the truth. That that that's just that happens all the time. Especially us as leaders. I know you guys, I see people nodding their heads. I see people in the chat saying, Yeah, that's so good. Like someone just said I needed this class. Oh my goodness, because it happens that we put the burden of a savior on us. And the truth is, is our peace goes disturbed. And the worst thing that happens at the end of the day is what Jesus was talking about at the beginning of Matthew chapter 10. He said, I've given you authority to heal every disease, to to preach to nations, to, to drive out impure spirits. And a lot of times, because we don't see the product in someone that we've been sowing in, we don't see them getting healed. We don't see them getting freed. We don't see them getting liberated. We don't see them growing in God. Because of their lack of faith, we start beginning, uh, getting insecure about the gift that God has given us. We start thinking, man, I, I must not have it. I, I must not be anointed because... Um, I've been trying God I, I've been trying I've been trying and it's not working it seems like this I, I maybe I don't have the gift of healing because I've been praying for this person forever and it, it, nothing's happening uh, may, maybe I, I'm just not called to be an evangelist because I've been inviting people and and talking to people about Jesus and they're just not getting it and, and they're not getting it and, and I don't know and God I'm praying about it and I'm fasting about it God I must not be called to be an intercessor because I'm praying and I'm praying and it seems like um, whatever is in there that's spirit of suicide that the spirit of 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 depression all that is just not coming god what is it And, and what am i not doing wrong and you start getting insecure about the gift that god has given you i want to remind every single leader in this zoom room right now any leader that is watching right now you are called you are anointed you have the gift to heal every disease. You can pray for disease and it is called to come out. Like, I want you to know that, that you are anointed to be the evangelist God called you to be. You are anointed to speak the word of God and people will be liberated from that. You are anointed to bring encouragement over people's lives. You, are anoint- you have been anointed. Don't get insecure because of one person's lack of effort. Don't think you ain't got it. I'm here to tell you today, you have it. You are anointed. You are anointed. I, I, I want, I want to tell you guys just a quick story to end. I remember um, one time I, I was praying for for someone. Um, this was long, long, long time ago. I, I was praying for someone, and and they were sick, sick, sick. They had like a stomach. Um, something in their I can't remember exactly but it was something in their stomach and this was in an eye connect actually and and we prayed and and as we prayed next week this girl came in an eye connect and she said to the to to my whole eye connect she said to our whole eye connect she said I went to the doctor and they said we can't find anything and man we were like what that's insane like we were going crazy we were like what the heck is going on like yeah they said we can't find on and matter of fact they said i don't even have to go because they did tests and they just can't find nothing and we were like what the heck this is so awesome like this was like i remember me and steph talking after and we were just celebrating god and his glory and all that and i remember we we i thought after that this was to myself i didn't tell anybody that i said man Imagine for the hundred other people we prayed for and nothing happened. You're not discouraged with God. What God is saying is don't give up on praying. Don't give up on doing what you need to do. I love Galatians 6, man. It's so perfect. It says, don't give up on doing what's right. Don't give up on doing what's good. For at the proper time, you'll reap a harvest. But the truth is sometimes we stop because of someone else's inability to grow and someone else's lack of effort. I'm here to tell you, leader, and to free you from that mindset. You're not God. You're anointed. Keep praying for those who are sick. Because when you get insecure, when someone is sick in front of you, you, you don't think you got it like that. I want to rebuild that faith that you once had. When you were first called. God, when there was a sick person, no, I gotta pray, I gotta, I gotta pray, I gotta fast. No, when this person is going through something, hey, you know what? I know that when we go to church, you're going to leave there encouraged. You're going to leave there feeling brand new. You're going to leave there feeling free. You're going to leave there feeling a joy you never known. I want you to get that back later. I love you guys. My prayer is that you may be liberated by that and to be rem- to bring remembrance that you're anointed, that you got it. And and the truth is, and I hate to say it like this, is to stop wasting time. Because I love how, uh, you know, the writer says it in, in the Bible, that life is like a water vapor, gone here today and gone tomorrow. There's so much people we have to reach. Sometimes we stay focused on one that that knows. He already knows. She already knows. We've been saying it for the longest. But we're, we're, wa- we're wasting that time and not reaching the people we need to reach. Pray that my prayer, and God, I just pray right now, any person listening. Lord, I pray that you, you take that burden off. That, that they're, they're not the Savior, that they don't have to put up with that. Yes, they, they can be there fighting for these people. But be released from it, God. God, I pray that in the name of Jesus, Lord, that every person that may have lost that confidence. God, give them that grace again and remind them how anointed they are, how powerful they are. The gift that you've given them, Lord. That as, as, that as they, they end listening to this class or as we leave here, God, that when there's a person sick, God, that they can pray for them and believe that they'll be healed. When there's a person that is discouraged, they can just speak the message of the gospel. That they can invite them to a church gathering, Lord, knowing that they're going to leave there changed. Thank you, Jesus, that you've called us. You've given us grace. And the burden isn't all on us. It's not always all all our fault. Thank you, God. I love you so much. We love you so much. Thank you that you've instructed us and you've guided us, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, we thank you and we pray. In Jesus' name, amen.